My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. All right, we're going to scroll on up and hear from our top five. One, two, three, four, five. There we go. Holy moly. All right, I just saw number five. I mean, number, number one, rather. Uh, we have our top five here, and some that just barely missed top five. Uh, it's, you never know from week to week what you're going to have to do to be in the top five. Last week, the top three were all over five digits. Uh, this week, we got one over, over five digits. So we will start with uh, number five, Jonathan Yakey on the Megan team. Uh, Jonathan made 180 dials, 25 contacts, 14 appointments, six sits, three apps, 10 referrals. All three were life apps for $4,944. Down there in Houston, Texas, Jonathan Yakey, everybody. There he is. <laughs> Tell us, Mr. Yakey. How's it going? Great. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Great. Um, hey, everybody. My name is Jonathan Yakey. I am here in Houston, Texas, and I'm fired up to be here. I didn't expect to be in the top five this week. But, uh, Right. I actually left an annuity off, so sorry. I was uh, grounded for it. Anyways. Wait, um, so you're saying we need to update your numbers real quick? Yeah, it was just uh, it was a 5,000 Fit Rewards annuity. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, two Yeah, we'll give a hand for that. <laughs> that's, that's actually the number first annuity that i've written so hopefully more to come there you go anyways yeah marty smoked me by 200 bucks um <laughs> sorry um anyways i'm just extremely grateful to be on this team um i just really appreciate you fits and the example you set and just continue to try to get better and help all of us and really that's at the end of the day, that's why I'm where I'm at. And um, I guess what I'll say is about this week, I <clears throat> last week I started recording myself in the house because I was having trouble. So I guess my point is you can be great at this business. It's been really inspiring, like watching Adam and his numbers, but you've got to commit to yourself first, and then you've got to commit to the people that are trying to help you. Um, if you're not committed to, to yourself before that, it's going to be really hard to get better. Um, it's going to be hard to serve your clients. It's going to, your belief level is going to be hard to develop if you're not committed to yourself first. So that's really what I was, my point, I guess, is that, um, cause that's been huge for me. And the people that are helping you is going to be a lot easier for you to listen to them. Um, being on the calls, it's just, I can't say enough about it. It's just commit to, to yourself so that you can be committed to the people that are trying to help you out. 
What does it look uh, like, Jonathan, when you say commit to yourself, give us some examples of, of how you do that. Um, I mean, with, uh, for example, this week, I mean, if, when you get leads in, you're like, these are people that are just like you, just like me that wake up and go to work. Right. That have asked us to reach out to them. So being committed would be, I need to call them and get over there regardless of what they say on the phone. Hmm. Right. Cause they, for whatever reason, asked someone to come see them. And if, you know, if they're saying they're not interested, it just means right now, maybe they had a bad day at work. Right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm going to be still committed to going to that house and helping them out. Like one of the apps I wrote this week was a guy that I had been to his house probably seven times, but I continued to go and he needed it. And he thanked me before I left, Hmm. you know, that's an example. Like, and that's, what's going to separate you from, you know, top producers and from under other, other agents in the industry. Like we have the best people to learn from here. Um, we just do. It's a blessing. So, um, also like just showing up to the small stuff that we do each week, I would say, um, the calls, training, just staying plugged in, you know, like taking a shower. You need it every other day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Give my hand, everybody. Thank you, John. Now, I was having a conversation with uh, with Joe and Tony yesterday, and they were giving me a little insight into their trip to North Carolina and hanging out there. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, that separates the successful from the average, let's say this, the super successful here from the average is really that hunger uh, to, and, and that's, you know, uh, I think that you, when you're raising kids, you try to tell them the right thing to do, right? But, but we're not raising kids here. We have adults. Right. So you, you try to tell them, here's what you need to do. And here's what the successful people are doing. But you know, some people are just that hungry that they're just going to do it without even being told. And, um, and that's really sort of what, what Jonathan's kind of, kind of saying there. Nobody had to tell Jonathan to make dials this week. He's committed to it. Right now. Did they have to tell him to make dials when he first got started? No, he needed to make money. He made dials. Right. So um, I love what you're saying there, Jonathan. It's a good point. Um, give my hand, everybody. Thank you. Um, all right. We have in uh, fourth place residing in the DFW area, but currently down in Houston, Marty Doge, Doge team, 90 dials, 14 contacts, 12 appointments, nine sits, eight apps, 16 referrals. All eight were life apps for $5,403 and 96 cents. Marty Doge, everybody. <laughs> Woo! We're going to loud down here in Houston. We're popping. Three out of five, baby. Uh, but I am representing the DFW Metroplex down here. Um, my name is Marty Doge. Uh, my wife, Diane, and I have been blessed to be a part of the Fitz Group for nine years, uh, rolling up on 10 next year, baby. Uh, I, I love it. And first and foremost, I, Jonathan is right. And, and Fitz and Heather, for putting this call on, guys, I, I can't begin to express my gratitude and my thankfulness because of the things that I've learned just from taking notes from the top five producers 
or a training. I'm excited to hear what you have to say later, uh, Fitz. And so um, Jonathan is right about staying committed to the small things. I don't think this is necessarily a small thing, but some people may. It's an hour and a half out of a week. We don't have to go sit in an office, you know, 40 hours a week. And I think that sometimes people underestimate the value that you can get in a short amount of time if you're actually present. Um, so thank you guys for, for putting this on. I know it's always been a blessing for me. I want to give a big shout out. Uh, it wasn't a first app, but Josh James uh, went on his first appointment off a lead and wrote his first app. So I'm fired up for Josh. Big congrats on that, brother. Um, but this week, just as Michelle always says, just a typical week. I made some phone calls. I booked some appointments. Uh, sat on some. Didn't sat on some. Uh, got some no's and I got some yeses. And so we're looking for more of those yeses. And we're just going to fight through the no's until we find them. Uh, so looking forward to uh, this next week. I'm looking forward to hearing what, what the next three people have to say. But uh, just uh, one of the things that I, I want to tell people, and this will be the last thing I say and we'll move on is I can't begin to explain the fun that I had down here yesterday. Just the conversations that I had with Mike and Michelle in their office before they, they had their boot camps. And then I went and did my team call and uh, Jonathan showed up and we got some quality time together. And about an hour later, Megan showed up and just building those relationships is something that I am forever grateful for. And I've been coming down here to Houston almost since the beginning. And I don't think I'm ever going to quit coming down here because of the, uh, just the access to these kind of individuals, we are blessed in the Fitz group to have these quality individuals in our life. So do what you need to do to get around them. I love you. <laughs> it's funny. You know, I, I think that uh, I'm jot, I jot down notes when the producers are talking and he's just saying, get around the team is what I'm jotting down there. Um, you know, it's, you never know uh, when you're participating in a call or you're just around the other, the rest of the team, you just never know when you're going to pick up on something uh, that could impact your production. Just like that, just like that, you're making another 50, 60, $70,000 a year because of that one little thing you heard on that one little call that you're on for about an hour and a half on a Tuesday morning. You just never know. Or, you know, what Marty's gotten from being down there, uh, going down to Houston. I'd encourage people to come up to Dallas too. You know, got some good stuff going on here. Uh, <laughs> Thing or, thing or two happening here. Uh, so, but, uh, you know, get around for sure. I, I totally agree with that, Marty. Um, and uh, Marty's constantly setting that example. You know, a lot of new producers, though, they, I think you hear these top five and, uh, and they're thinking, well, things go well for these guys. I mean, but, but look at the numbers. Like, Marty made 90 dials. He didn't book everybody he called. He made 90 dials. He, he spoke to 14 people. Uh, he did book 12 appointments. Not everybody showed. And he, he had nine sits and eight apps. Well, you know, it, it's, he didn't even necessarily close eight of those appointments. Does that make sense? He just got eight apps. There's appointments where he came out of there with two or three uh, apps. And that, so he's not closing everything. He did get 16 referrals, which is awesome, but it, it wasn't 50, you know, but, but once upon a time it was zero. So that, like, it's just, it's all about, I think it's all about, like Marty said, I just had another week. Michelle says it all the time. I just made, I made dials and booked appointments and went and saw them and closed them. And, but, um, but what they're doing in that process is learning what works and what doesn't. They're learning how they can do things and how they can't. They're learning what they say and what they can't say. Um, and, and I think that's a real important piece. And I, so many, I see so many producers give up before they get to that point where they figured some stuff out. Uh, and uh, so I just encourage you, like, <laughs> we say it all the time. And I think Marty doesn't like when we talk about it, but he went six months and didn't close the sale when he first got started six months. 
Uh, and he shares with us up here on Tuesday nights a lot that he, he finally started listening a little closer, <laughs> started, started asking for help a little bit more. And then all of a sudden uh, he started producing and now he's consistently one of the top producers. Uh, so congratulations, Marty. Uh, give him another hand, everybody. Next up, Abel and Judy Verastigi on the Fitz team, 74 dials, 19 contacts, seven appointments, four sits, four apps, seven referrals. All four were life apps for $8,614 down to San Antonio, Texas. Abel and Judy Verastigi, everybody. Abel and Judy Verastigi, direct to Fitz, down here in San Antonio. And uh, I got to give a lot of credit to my wife. Uh, it was a pretty tough week uh, last week. Uh, you get 19 contacts and, uh, you know, you only get seven appointments. And even then we got me showed a couple of times. Uh, but you got to stay persistent because you don't know what the end result is. And uh, it's funny because it started with a, with a lead that, that we had gotten. And the missus still works. The mister is self-employed. So they're always crossing. Uh, very hard to get them together. Uh, but uh, Judy managed to schedule them. And then when we got there, the wife had got called into work. And so uh, we just talked to the mister a few minutes and pre-qualified him real hard before we went into the home. Uh, he could get his wife on the phone if he liked what he saw because it was mainly for him. And, of course, he's looking in great shape. And uh, I'm telling you, this is why you use your, uh, your ATM and you do that green sheet to find out, you know, everything about your client. Cause I mean, this guy looks in great shape. We're talking to him. He says, yeah, I take one medication and it's like, okay, cool. You know, maybe it's going to be for blood pressure, but uh, it turns out that the medication was Xeralto. And we all know blood thinners are not very well liked by uh, underwriting when it comes to simplified issue products. So uh, right then and there, we did a, it's a good thing to do what they call an underwriter evaluation in the home. And, uh, you know, we were kind of talking, I saw Forrester's on my bag and he's asking me a lot about that company. And uh, once they start on Forrester's, it's hard to get them swayed to any other company. So we got Forrester's on speakerphone, underwriter evaluation, went over everything and she just was straight out, yeah, he's acceptable, uh, probably a table four. So we quoted him table four rates. And he was acceptable that he, he knew once he understood the uh, dangers of the medication he was on. And his doctor had explained to him, but, you know, he's still, you know, he's a year younger than me. So he still plays some football with the grandkids. And I thought, better be careful when grandkids knocks you in the thigh or something, man, that blood thinner is not going to be a good medication to be on. Mm. But he goes, I know my doctor tells me the same thing. But, uh, you know, that's one thing that I learned is sometimes you have to shift and, uh, he did get his, you know, with his wife and everything's good. He's been following up with us, see how everything's going. He's done his medic, his, he did his med exam right away. We scheduled it right there in the home. Uh, so this is one of these where the application went up one day and the very next day, uh, apps had already sent up all the paperwork and they got the labs and everything. So these fully underwritten ones can go as fast as a simplified if you have a very cooperative client. But don't do the what we call the FU policies unless you absolutely have to. And there's no other way out. Uh, another one that we had this week that was very interesting was a $5 million mortgage. Mm. And uh, it doesn't have uh, – the only place I knew the guy's name was where he wrote it down at the bottom of the page where he's filling out his personal information. And he's 61 years old. Mm. So you get a lead like that, and a lot of times people will go, oh, man, somebody's you know messing with us. But I'll tell you what, Judy did a heck of a job on this guy, very persistent. 
just because they're not picking up the phone and answering text, uh, if you stay calling them, they are going to pick up the phone. And what did Judy get from this guy? You know, you think he's going to get all upset about it. He goes, I don't know who you are, but I need to meet you because you're good. You, <laughs> you are very serious about what you do. And here's a guy that's got $30 million net worth that we happen to, because of our persistency of getting a hold of him and caring, we get in front of him. And again, the ATM, when you are able to show your credentials, the companies that you have, and then you find out about someone like that's net worth, well, right away, you know third party is going to be very important because their third party is going to have all the credibility with this individual. And so I plugged our man, you know, Chris Norris right away, you know, Hey man, this might be, you know, destiny, you know, you haven't made any planning for a, you know, wealth succession or business succession. I've got a guy that we happen to bring on the team here and, uh, Oh, he is just perfect for this. This is what he does. And so, as soon as we get him approved for his million dollar policy, there's a lot of things that we could be doing with this guy over the next year. But again, these are people you have to handle with kid gloves, build that relationship because no one's going to share their $30 million of net worth with just somebody they met, you know, right. one time. Uh, last one was a three foot rule. Judy's talking to her girlfriend. Well, my husband needs insurance. He's 73, 74 years old. And another great premium came out of that. And the, that was the easiest one we did, uh, you know, out of all the ones, you know, people, you know, referrals, those are going to be pretty easy. Uh, Anthony, helping Anthony with his family, he got to see even then we, you have to find out everything and warm up, even if you're helping an agent who they know, because they got to trust, trust the person helping them too. Mm. That was our week. It was awesome. I give a lot of kudos to Judy. Uh, she had a lot to do with that big number. There were some big premiums in there. But uh, challenging, but the end is uh, very well worth it. Well said. Thank you, Abel. You don't get a lot of those $5 million mortgage leads uh, coming across. Typically, those, those guys are not responding to our letters. Um, but uh, every now and then they do. Um, you started off talking about getting that couple together and, and figuring out a time when they can meet at the same time. I, uh, I'm, it took me back when I was in the field uh, years ago. I, I had a, a lead I was calling, and um, it turns out the, uh, the wife worked uh, third shift and the husband worked first. And they're like, we just never see each other. Well, my sister and her husband do the same thing. She works third shift. He works first shift. But they have three kids. <laughs> they meet at some point. Right. And so <laughs> I got into that conversation with the client. And I said, well, do you guys have kids? Yeah, we have five. And I started chuckling. She said, what? And I said, you guys never see each other, but you got five kids. I mean, you see each other at some point. And she, <laughs> she just started laughing too. She said, yeah, you're right. Actually, every one of our kids were conceived on a Sunday. <laughs> that's, that's our day to see each other. I was like, okay, I'll be there. I'm not going to be there for the whole day. You know, I, I understand you guys need your, your time. Uh, it'll take me 10, 15 minutes to go over what we got to talk about. And so <laughs> I ended up covering them. When, you, when, you're, when you're dealing with those objections with clients on the phone, they don't always know that you're, a lot of people that we're talking to believe that we work like bankers hours, that we can only meet them between 10 and three, you know, something stupid like that. Whereas we're willing to go at all hours of the day. They don't know that, but you've got to ask them questions to uncover what their schedule looks like to figure out when you can do it. Uh, I had a, 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 a client one time that uh, he and his wife had gotten into some serious financial problems and they ended up selling everything 
they bought a, a truck. They each got their, 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 their truck driver's license and they were long haul drivers, eight hours. They were sleeping in the cab. Just, they didn't, they didn't have a house anymore. They just sold it all. And they were just, and, but, but I got a lead from them. They had just gotten a, their fourth truck. Of course, now they had a house and they were building a company and, uh, but they were still on the road a lot together. And I happened to meet them at two o'clock in the morning at a truck stop near my house. Uh, where they were, they were, they said, we'll be driving through. <laughs> I'll meet you there. It seems weird. I crawled up in their truck, sold them life insurance right then and there. Uh, it, they don't, clients don't know that you're willing to do that. But if you take it seriously, like Jonathan was saying, and you're committed to it, you'll meet them whenever you have to, to get that job done. And, uh, and the people who do that kind of, and have that kind of attitude end up being really good with what we do. So thank you, Abel. Congratulations on a good week. Thank you, Abel, but thank you, Judy. <laughs> we'll say thank you, Judy, back there, too. All right, we got second place, Michelle Olliman on the Olliman team. 89 dials, 17 contacts, 13 appointments, five sits, five apps, five referrals. All five were life apps for $9,356.87. Michelle Olliman, everybody. Good morning, everybody. I'm Michelle Olliman, my husband and I, Mike. Uh, have been here in Houston with the Alliance for 12 years and direct to Fitz. Very grateful to be direct to you, Fitz. Um, I have a fantastic time every time I go to Dallas. I learn a lot of great <laughs> stuff. And it is so important to get around your leaders. Um, anytime I can get over there and do it, I'm all over it. So but, but going along with what Fitz said, Thank you, I have been, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome going along with what Fitz said I have met people in truck stops of course I didn't get in their truck I had the paperwork filled out I made them get in my car <laughs> that's a control thing I didn't uh, say I was smart in doing that I just said I <laughs> <laughs> uh proud of I mean all these folks Abel and Marty and Jonathan uh, proud of everything you guys were talking about and I'm sitting here thinking what do I need to say to help someone today um, you know last week I mentioned I already had like eight grand on the books before I started the week so you guys know I only got to nine thousand well that was not my plan I was planning on writing over 16 but thank you Adam for taking the challenge and beating me um, <laughs> But as you may or may not know, we had a three-day storm event here in Houston last week, uh, as well as I was in New Orleans for Monday and Tuesday. So, um, irregardless of that, I want to t tell you one story. Uh, this particular client that was over 8,000, and it was two applications, not one, um, all became came about because of an email I received from the carriers. So how many times do you get an email from the carrier and you don't call the client? I know that everyone in here, if you've been in the business more than six months, gets emails pretty much every day and mail from the carrier. This particular client, he had had a million dollar policy. He has several and he was, uh, he's a business owner that one of my personal friends many years ago when I got in the business and um, his million dollar policy was up for the 10 year expiration or, or renewal date, should I say. Um, 
with AIG. And I knew that there's nothing I could do on that one. Mm. But I looked at what else we had on the books for him because he had a couple other policies. These were key man that he put on his life. And I realized that we had one uh, that was available for conversion because what I did was I called him and I said, how you doing? I know we've been needing to look at this. We talked, we talk pretty frequently. We talked earlier this year and he said, we need to look at what else I can get. And I didn't do it. Uh, we just didn't get together, you know? Um, so I called him and he said, yeah, I want to look at what we can get. I'm spending 700 a month on this program and it's fixing to go out. Um, and I just lost another policy that was a personal policy that you didn't write for a hundred thousand. And, and oh, by the way, I got melanoma in June of mm. this year. So good news. It was stage a one. Uh, but the better news is I was able to write a conversion with no medical questions for one of the policies he had on the books with Phoenix with me. Mm. And write a new application with Foresters, of course, going fully underwritten for an additional 10-year uh, term for his business. And, you know, and he is so happy. But the point is, call your clients when you get these emails. You never know what's going on. Don't be afraid to do it. That was an $8,000 premium just because I made a phone call. Wow. So. That's big. That's all I got. And I think Michelle has highlighted this before and I want to call attention to it again. You get the emails from the carriers. Don't, don't ignore them. Uh, last Tuesday night, I was doing a training here in the office and I was, uh, I did it last Tuesday during the day. It was uh, about compounding your investment. And I, I told him last Tuesday night, uh, I said, you know, when, when Heather and I were seriously in debt, seriously in debt, like we were 90, days, 120 days behind on credit card payments and they were calling. I was unusual and answered the bill collectors calls. When they left voicemails, I called them back and they always commented on that. Like nobody ever answers our calls. You're always so nice when we call you. I'm like, well, I mean, the situation is what it is. I can't change it by blinking. Like, you know, I dream a genie or nothing. Like it's just, I am where I am. So I, what you got, you know, <laughs> let's talk about it. And it's the same way with the carriers. I don't, I don't know who taught me this or what, but in my day, we didn't get emails because, you know, that was still being perfected in my, in, in the, in the stone age back then. Uh, but we would get fax machines, uh, faxes would come across. And every time I hear that fax go off, the dee -dee, rah, rah, you know, so it starts the, the dot matrix printer dee -dee, dee -dee, coming out. And I remember seeing that paper coming out of that fax machine. And as soon as I knew it was the letterhead of the insurance company, just that sick feeling in my stomach of, oh man, somebody's canceling or somebody just got declined or it was always that sick feeling, but, but I was proactive about it. And oftentimes, yeah, maybe they got declined. Okay. Well I could go out there and do something about it. Or uh, when we started getting these, these companies that are guaranteed issue, like I, it is the easiest sale in the world to sell somebody life insurance. Who's dying. <laughs> Y'all follow me? Like that's an easy sale. And so uh, when I would come back, clients would come back and they were just declined by the insurance company. I'd go back to the client and say, listen, you got declined, but here's what that means. Uh, the insurance company believes you're going to die soon. And um, <laughs> there couldn't be a better endorsement for buying life insurance than a life insurance company saying you're declined. So let's be proactive about this. I've got this other company that will approve you. It's guaranteed. Going back out there and doing it that way. Um, 
it, it, is it the best possible thing for that client? Well, there's probably better policies out there, but they don't have that choice, right? Because they're in that situation that they're in. We're able to address what we can address. And uh, Michelle says it all the time. You know, clients, sometimes you get a notice from the, uh, an email from the insurance company. They're like, hey, this, this policy is lapsing. Well, the client maybe have changed their bank account information and didn't realize that they hadn't uh, change that for the draft for the bank, for the uh, insurance policy. I heard one just the other day. I don't know, somebody probably on a call, but a client had, um, a company was paying their life insurance premium and the company went out of business <clears throat> and their, their draft bounced. We just had to change it over to a personal account. And all of a sudden the policy is back in force and everybody's happy. So don't run from those emails. Please read them, read all of it and make sure you understand it. if you don't ask somebody, uh, what it means, because uh, it, it probably means there's something we can do to save that uh, and save that client from not being covered. Uh, thank you, Michelle, for constantly reminding us of that. <laughs> okay. Woo, only one number one, and uh, I'm interested to hear the stories. So Adam Johnson on the McGill team, 102 dials this week, uh, 30 contacts, 22 appointments, 14 sits, 11 apps, 10 referrals, all 11 were that's for $16,252 in premium. Adam Johnson, everybody. Hey, Fitz, thanks for having me on. Uh, Adam Johnson, I'm, in, I'm director Grace McGill. I live in West St. Paul, Minnesota, which is south of St. Paul. And I'm here with my good friend, Gold Santo. <laughs> and uh, um, I, I tell you what, uh, maybe I wrote a little bit more premium this week than Michelle, but she's still the best. Uh, mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. Uh, everything she shares every week. And, you know, I find things she says rattles around in my head. Um, so what you just brought up fits about those cancellation notices. I just got one and called a client this week. And I remember Michelle calling those free leads. Right. <laughs> um, and really that's what, that's what helped me this week uh, was kind of capitalizing on those free leads, uh, quote unquote. Um, you know, about half my business was off of leads. The other half was current clients and referrals. Hmm. And the referrals I got were from current clients. Hmm. Um, so more and more, I've just been calling through my current clients every week. I just realized for October, I wrote over the last six years, 186 policies in the month of October over the last six years. Wow. So if you figure, if you're, let's say you're buying 28 leads a week, that's 88 leads in a month. What's that cost you? And, you know, really I've got 186. I can start down right now. Um, so call through those current clients. Um, what I've been doing is just leaving them a voicemail if they don't pick up. And even if they never call me back, they remember me. Mm. So next year, maybe I'll get them. Or I just had a guy here, one of the gentlemen I wrote this week, he called me about two months after I left him that voice message. And he said, yeah, I've been meaning to get back to you. I got that voice message and I want to buy some more insurance. So before I even go out there, Fitz, he's already telling me I want to buy more insurance. And um, when I get out there, it's just fun because you review the, the file, you're trying to figure out why you wrote him, what you wrote him, and, and what he's looking for. And um, this particular client actually was stabbed in the, in the heart at age 26 and had oh, to have God. open heart surgery. And uh, so I'd written him a CFG <clears throat> a few years back because uh, the, after five years, they're okay with the heart surgery. Uh, but then now I went and added a Forrester's plan to that because he was 10 years past it. And Forrester's, the underwriter said, yeah, he's good to go. And he chews, so it was even a better deal this time around. But what really struck me is he said, I lost your card, and then I got your voice message, and I was just thinking about it, and then I got busy, 
And then I looked for it and I found your card and then I got busy. So it took them two months to call me back. <laughs> um, so I think sometimes we, we really don't, we can be dismissive in, in what we do that it really, it adds up to that funnel of clients mm. that you can help that are looking for help. Um, but really a big, a big chunk of the production was uh, a client of mine that was a current client that I've gone back and written her mother. Actually it was her mother-in-law. And then I went back and wrote her mom and dad. And so I've been writing policy on family members and her sister-in-law emailed me out of the blue and said, yep, I'm this person's sister-in-law. I want you to come write my parents, but they live in Wisconsin. And I said, that's okay. And I went out there and we set it up so that her sister was in Wisconsin with the parents. And we had Great Western, Phoenix, and Mutual of Omaha all would allow me to write them a policy as long as I did the, 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 the questions over the phone and they signed by email. Um, so that was actually about $5,700 between three apps. Um, so and it was just a matter of coordinating. Um, so um, that just goes back to a couple of things. That, that's the referral from the current client that I've been in touch with, but then also just the strength of our carriers and just being able to call carriers. And some would do it and some wouldn't. And I came ready to know which ones I could write by email. And then we just had to do the underwriting in the home. Um, so that was a lot of fun because it was just something so different that uh, maybe I have, wouldn't have thought of a few years back, but I've just kind of learned with, with our carriers, some of them really give you a lot of opportunity to serve clients even out of state. Wow, that's good. I'm just, I'm sitting here thinking about everything he's saying. I, I, I never realized he stopped talking. I do have a question though. I'm, I'm, uh, I was talking to Marty this morning and uh, he was telling me that you have a super fancy way of tracking your clients. And I'm, I'm kind of saying that in jest. Uh, how do you, uh, there's new agents that are coming on board and they're thinking that's great for him. He's been around six years. Yay. You know, um, uh, I'm glad he's got 186 people he can call this month. Uh, but, but I'm new. Well, the thing is like he was new once upon a time as well. And he started tracking this stuff and now he's in a place where he's got all this together. How do you, uh, keep all that together as far as um, keeping the clients together, knowing that you had 186. I mean, how, how are you tracking that? Sure. Well, the simplest way is to look at your activity sheets. If you constantly save these on your computer and when the next week comes, you just, you just copy, you copy it and you change the date. So I've got every activity sheet that I've written since 2013 <clears throat> saved in my computer. Um, a couple of years back though, I started copying and pasting those into an Excel spreadsheet. So now I have one massive list and every week we just update it. Actually, I, I have my son come updated, he's 17. He's copying and pasting activity sheets into my spreadsheet. And then with an Excel, uh, an Excel spreadsheet, I can sort by, by uh, state or by, uh, by date uh, or, or you know when I wrote it. And so now I just print every month uh, I highlight and, and, you know, it just looks like this and then I write all over it. And, and uh, so it's just an ongoing Excel spreadsheet, but it started with activity sheets. So if you're already doing this every week, you, you're already off to your start. I mean, yeah. honestly, you could just print these off and print off all of October or, you know, right now we're still in September. I started jumping the gun a little bit. I started calling October leads, mm -hmm. October uh, referrals. So it's not high tech. <laughs> it's very simple. I love that. I mean, people, it's, it, it's exactly what I, 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 not exactly. I used a spreadsheet as well, tracking that. And I, I used it tracking to see if things got issued, if they didn't get issued. That was the, my running list of, of making sure on working pending and talking to the insurance companies. Uh, but uh, it was also what you're talking about, Adam. And I think that's just brilliant. 
Uh, if you don't have those transmittals, you don't know where that's, that is, the new business transmittal, ask your manager, ask your mentor. You've probably got it. You just don't know it. Uh, but what Adam's saying is it's a spreadsheet. He just copies and pastes it into another spreadsheet. Uh, and there he is. There's a list. You don't have to have any fancy software. You don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on some customer relationship management tool. Uh, just a real basic spreadsheet that uh, he works off of every month. So uh, well said, Adam. Thank you for telling us that. And uh, congratulations. And congratulations to the top five, everybody. Well done. <laughs> Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week. <laughs>